Welcome to the astonishing and unexpected adventures of Ace Tucker, Space Trucker! Last time on Ace Tucker Space Trucker. What do you mean, self-destruct? Just what I said. The screen has big flashing letters spelling out self-destruct and a clock counting down. Now, four minutes and ten seconds. Uh, you've got shiny blood on you. Yeah, I got that shiny jerk in the shoulder with the spike I used to jack into computer data ports. Ace bursts into the cargo bay just as the shiny man is unplugging the cables running into the Cadillac's engine. <laughs> Well, shot in my Why don't you pick on someone your own size, real? Oh, Elvis! Come out and play! Just as Ace scoots back from under the car, ready to blast the shiny man to kingdom come, he finds the shiny man holding April like a human shield. That wasn't Elvis at all. It was April using a dazzler to project an Elvis hologram on herself. Drop the gun, Tucker! Now we're going to be leaving! I'm taking the female with me as an insurance policy! Suddenly, the shiny man stops smiling. His eyes and mouth go wide, and his head jerks back with a gasp. Holy That wasn't April pretending to be Elvis. It was Ivan pretending to be April pretending to be Elvis. The old double dazzler deception. Good one. Ah, the laser gun, I gotta get it. Even with the burned up face and multiple stab wounds, the shiny man is strong as hell. Then the world explodes in a crackling burst as a laser bolt erupts between them, sending Ace flying backwards. We got to abandon ship now! Everyone get in the caddy. There's a panic switch under the steering wheel. Uh, um, uh, I'm feeling around under the steering wheel. There's nothing. Oh, oh, wait, wait, is this it? This little button here? Panic switch activated. Hold on to your nuts. Time travel in a Cadillac convertible with the top down is a dumb idea. Olive and Chimpanov confirmed this for Ace Tucker, April Massey, and Hank the Basset Hound.
Yeah, we should have put the top up first. I know. Jeez, look at the stuff flying around us. It's all a swirly mass of color and insane darkness. It's like the stuff contained in the time drive we have in the trunk of the Cadillac. Yeah, I think we're seeing the fabric of space-time itself. Well, I think it looks cool as Say what you want, girly. It's freaking me the fuck out. You have arrived. Where are we? Looks like we're in the middle of a forest. I don't know. I just knew there was a panic switch under the dash. I don't know where it takes you. System reboot in progress. Please, stand by. Hey, I think I recognize this place. You do? Where are we? Yeah, these trees look like sugar maples. I'm pretty sure we're in Tennessee. Yeah, it does kind of smell like Tennessee. You can know where you are based on smell? Listen, I'm a basset hound, and basset hounds have the best sense of smell of any hound out there. Yeah, yeah, you mentioned that before. Okay, so Tennessee, but what year is it? We're in a freaking time machine. Yeah, maybe we should get out and look around. I don't know. The computer systems are in the process of rebooting. Hands on the steering wheel, please. Hands on the steering wheel, please. Ah, uh, I think it's talking wheel. to you, Ace. Please. You're in the driver's hands. seat. Yeah, on I know. Just like kind of resent it hands. saying hands. That shiny wheel. shot off please. my right hand. Oh, well, I guess wheel. one hand will have to do. Hands. Here goes. <laughs> The world explodes around Ace as a bolt of pure lightning rages through his body. It is the nanobots coming back to life. Once online, they begin to flow away from the center of Ace's chest, where they rushed in to protect him from the shiny man's laser blast in the last episode. It is frigid and itchy, like a million tiny ice ants are marching under his skin. His body shudders and shakes, and he is unable to take his hand off the steering wheel. Once rebooted, the nanobots work with feverish vindication, repairing his bruised flesh and his cracked ribs. A few hundred snake up to his brain and set up shop in his prefrontal lobe. And a new level of understanding takes hold in Ace's mind. Whoa, whoa, I understand it now. The bots sacrificed themselves to protect me from the laser blast, just like they did for Elvis back at Sleazon's party. Before taking the brunt of the laser blast, a few stayed in my palm, waiting to interface with the super-advanced computers on board the caddy. Now that they've made contact, they're rebooting and are functioning at 100% efficiency. Cool. Cool. Huh, huh. I still don't have a new hand though. Hand though. That's beyond their ability. Mm. Yeah, yeah. They're working on my brain now too. Too. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Cognitive abilities are increasing. Increasing. 
Ah, yes, yes, indeed, yes. yes. I'm beginning to understand now. And now, time travel, time travel, time itself, self. It's not just a stream flowing in one immutable direction. Direction. It is more like a jagged, amorphous mess of interlocking building blocks. Blocks. Yes, yes. You remove one block further down the structure, structure, and then every other block that follows it is affected. Affected. I see it now. See it now. Holy Ace, are you okay? It looked like the caddy just shocked the out of you. Yes, I'm great. I see it all very clearly now. We can totally save Elvis. We just need to get a few things first. Let's see. Okay, um... Yeah, yeah, the nanobots have upgraded my translator implant, so I can kind of read the Cadillac's onboard user manual. Hmm... Um, here. Yup. Okay, yeah, I just have to enter in the location in time and space here, um, and then confirm it here, and then, yup. Okay, and then this button puts the top up. Okay, everyone, buckle your seatbelts. The manual was very insistent about that. Something about indemnification against injury. Okay, everyone ready? Yeah. Yup. Yeah. Where are we headed? Next stop, the Galactic Galleria. After a quick trip through the fabric of space-time itself, the Cadillac materializes in the parking garage of the Galactic Galleria in the year 2017. The Galactic Galleria has the distinction of being the largest shopping mall in the entire Milky Way galaxy. Ace's first stop is Proton's popular prosthetics, where a jovial mutant named Xandar sells Ace a brand new, top-of-the-line, five-fingered humanoid hand. <laughs> we normally don't carry hands like this, but this fine, five-fingered handy hand came in with a shipment of Borden neck wedges, and the whole thing was non-returnable, so we kept it. <laughs> you came to the right place at the right time, friend. And don't think just because you are uh, in need, shall we say, that Xandar will charge you an arm and a leg. <laughs> Get it? Arm and a leg. Ha ha ha. Yeah, um, may I see the hand, please? Yeah, yeah sure, sure. Uh, uh, here you are. Take a look. Uh, yes, feel free to close the look. Uh, uh, looky, look. Yes, look. I think you will find it is of the finest Valdovian craftsmanship. <laughs> Valdovian, huh? Man, is there anything those guys don't make? Well, they are the galaxy's best engineers. And this is the only model we have that matches your natural hand. <laughs> the next closest thing we carry is a three-fingered Redan paw. Not so good, not so good. <laughs> no, yeah, this looks good. Uh, you guys take Celestial Express, right? Uh, of course. Uh, don't leave the Phantom Zone without it, right? <laughs> oh, I love those commercials. Oh, yes. Okay, yes, my friend. Right over here, and I will ring you up. <laughs> but before I do, we are running a special on laser proofing on all the prosthetics you purchase. It's only 400 extra credits. A fine value, I think. Yes, I do. I think it's a good value. <laughs> Sure. 
Whatever. Okay. Uh, one moment, please, while I apply the laser-proof coating. <laughs> laser-proofing is my favorite thing. <laughs> laser-proofing everything. <laughs> it's a little laser-proof. <laughs> laser-proof. <laughs> there. Here you are, my friend. I'm guessing uh, you will want to wear it out, right? No need for a bag. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You're all set, friend. Enjoy your new appendage. <laughs> Once Ace puts the new hand on, he is amazed at how much like a real hand it feels. His sense of touch and gripping ability is as sensitive and strong as a natural hand. It really was a fine piece of Valdovian craftsmanship. After running the hand through a series of tests and a short trip to the Cadillac to look up some stuff on the computers, Ace meets Ivan, April, and Hank in front of a Dippin' Dots stand where the three are enjoying the ice cream of the future. I can't believe you guys have this stuff out here. Mm. It's just like the same Dippin' Dots on Earth! Mm. Yeah, it was one of the things that slipped through before the blockade went up. Some carpetbagger from the Glorban Cluster started selling the stuff on Earth. It was right after the Hasselhoff incident, and it was the straw that broke the camel's back. The Galactic Union erected the shield to keep aliens from messing with Earth right after that. Whoa. It's good as Wait, the Hasselhoff incident? Do you mean David Hasselhoff? Yup, the one and the same. Didn't know he was an alien, huh? He really ticked off a lot of people when he single-handedly brought down the Berlin Wall. Um, I don't think that's how it happened. I mean, I remember he did some sort of stunt where he had, like, a concert on top of the wall in some sort of electric light jacket. And... Yeah, the German people really love him, which is super weird. Like, they really, really, really love him. Like he was some sort of god or something. I've heard he could get Germans to do whatever he wanted. And, oh my god, he did bring down the wall. Yeah, messing with an unenlightened culture's politics is a big no-no. Kind of like the prime directive in Star Trek. Between Hasselhoff and the sudden introduction of super-advanced culinary technology, the bigwigs at the Galactic Union had enough. Hey, there he is. Hey, face, you look like a hundred bucks. Yup, got a new prosthetic hand, good as new. I hope they calibrated that thing properly. Wouldn't want you accidentally ripping off your crank next time you take a leak. <laughs> 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 ha ha ha. Anyway, Ivan. Who's the best mind tapper you know? Huh? I think Bleeblorp still works at one of the big networks on Alpha Centauri Prime. Probably him. Think he could cook up a quick vignette about a galactic apocalypse? Yeah, <laughs> I bet he could. I think I know where you're going with this. I'll give him a call and get him to start working on it right now. Well, I'm lost. Can you two spacemen fill me in? I feel like a fifth wheel over here. Not me, sister. I don't know what the fuck is going on either. But I don't care. This ice cream is just too damn good. That's good, Hank. Because you're probably not going to remember any of this by the time it's over. What? 
You come near me and I'll bite your nuts Yeah, off. I know. You'll bite my nuts off. Look, I don't like it either, but what I'm trying to do is make things right. Yeah, we can make it right by not having any of this f***ed up happen in the first place. All we gotta do is go grab the first time machine from the pencil neck who invented the no Zimizans, no time machine, no going to war with Andromeda, no starting any of that No reason for the shiny man to kill Elvis. Okay, but then how will we still be here right now in this particular locale in space-time? Look, we're somehow instrumental in all of this. Think about it. We need to get the caddy out of Graceland for it to be with us here, now. We have to meet Elvis at Sleazon Nebula's party, the shiny man has to chase us to Earth. All of that. Well, then what's the point? If it's all faded, why bother go back and change anything? Because before I met you guys here, I went back to the caddy and started poking around in the computer. I was able to get into a program called the Chronomicon. Yeah, the shiny man said he had one of those. Yes, it's a system for reading events of the past and the future. Whoa. Yeah. For instance, I found out what happened to Betty when we left her. Ah, poor Betty. What happened? Well, the self-destruct worked. She exploded over Tupelo in 1936. 1936? I thought we were in 1935. We were, but we jumped ahead a year when I accidentally hit a button in the caddy while fighting that shiny Anyway, she blew up in the sky over Tupelo and caused massive devastation. The papers reported it as a tornado strike because no one on the ground had any clue what had happened. Elvis was one year old at the time, and he survived, but it was a close call. Holy I know about that tornado strike. My brother was always spouting Elvis trivia, and one of his favorite bits of arcane knowledge is how the king was almost killed by a tornado when he was just one years old. Wait a second. How can I know that if it just happened? See? Because it happened in the past, you know about it now. Time is pretty malleable, and our brains must be different now because of the time jumps. It's one of the artifacts of being a time traveler, I'm guessing. The Chronomicon keeps mentioning dates in the future where Elvis does all this crazy <laughs> He's totally alive, and there's something else. What? All of our names are in the footnotes. I don't understand it all because it's written in a language my translator can't fully decode. But the gist I'm getting is, we're somehow responsible for everything. We're responsible for getting him off-world and faking his death. We're responsible for planting the caddy in the master bedroom, all of it. And somehow we fix it all so Elvis survives in the 21st century and becomes some sort of politician that brings Earth into the Galactic Union in the future. Holy <laughs> Which brings me back to you, Hank. We can't change anything up until right before the shiny man kills Elvis. Things need to play out just as they did before. But once we do make a change, everything after that moment will be different. We probably won't remember any of this. It'll be like it never happened. Well, f*** it then. If we can save the king, I don't give a <laughs> if I think I'm Joan of Arc afterwards. Let's go save Elvis and tear that shiny <laughs> a new So. We go back and save Elvis from getting turned into hamburger by the shiny man. How? Well, I have an idea. I'm not sure it'll work, but we have to give it a shot.
time for another installment of Ace Tucker Space Trucker! For access to all the music used in this episode, as well as Ace Tucker Space Trucker merchandise and uncensored versions of episodes, visit AceTuckerSpaceTrucker.com.